0: This is Michael Popak, Legal AF, Bernie Carrick, disgraced police commissioner for New York, who once stood next to Rudy Giuliani in front of the Four Seasons Total Landscaping, down the street from a crematorium and next to a sex shop. Wow! <sighs> All the networks! In order to deliver alleged Pennsylvania fraudulent voter data, is now in the crosshairs again with Fawny Willis, in Fulton County, particularly her lead prosecutor, Nathan Wade, and her office have subpoenaed uh, Bernie Carrick to testify on October the 23rd or at the trial that starts then again against Ken Chesborough and Sidney Powell, the two disgraced lawyers, as Fawnie Willis puts on the first of several cases against the 19 co-conspirators for criminal Rico down in Georgia. Why Bernie Carrick? And what's Bernie Carrick's response, I guess, would be a natural reaction. This hot take's going to cover both. First of all, who is Bernie Carrick? Used to be a reasonably popular police commissioner in the city of New York. He was even on 9-11, working under Mayor Rudy Giuliani. But that fall from grace started a long time ago, even before Jan 6th and, a, and, a, and before the, the Trump coup. Bernie Kerrick had already gone to jail for tax evasion and lying under oath, had his sentence um, pardoned and was given clemency by Donald Trump, which freed him up to go become some sort of investigator for Team Crazy, captained by Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell, joined by John Eastman uh, uh, and, uh, and Ken Chesborough, who's up on trial, who devised the fake elector scandal at the same time they were investigating alleged fraud. And Bernie Carrick was sort of the bag man, carrying the bag for Rudy Giuliani, running down some of these fake claims of, of voter fraud, coordinating things like breaking into election data, um, uh, election uh, voting machines in various uh, battleground states trying to obtain their data, all Bernie Carrick, as he continued to report to his boss, Rudy Giuliani, an indicted co-conspirator in Georgia. Now, Bernie Carrick is not indicted in Georgia. I mean, if the special purpose grand jury had their way in their recommendations, he probably would be. But when the indictment came out with Fonny Willis's team, he was not included. He was listed as an unindicted co-conspirator or individual number five in outlining all the things that he did, including working on the pressure campaign led by Rudy Giuliani on all the state-elected officials to try to ho- get them to hold special sessions com- you know, and uh, conduct hearings to try to aid their efforts to argue that there was fraud in the election to stop the certification. I'll give you just what the Jan 6 committee said about Bernie Kerik, um, and then we can talk about how Georgia is now subpoenaing him and his lawyer, Tim Parlatore, who used to work for Donald Trump, but he quit the Mar-a-Lago documents case in a off, but is representing Bernie Carrick, Just to show you how incestuous this legal representation is, um, whether Bernie Carrick's legal fees are being paid for it by Donald Trump, I think it's a pretty good bet, given that Tim parlatori used to work with Donald Trump. But here's what the Jan 6 report says about Bernie Carrick under the chapter related to Trump's early pressure on public servants, meaning election officials and elected officials. Now, in the indictment in Georgia, Carrick is linked at least to a pressure campaign in Georgia and one in Pennsylvania and one in Arizona and links back to Ken Chesborough because there were memos, legal memos that Ken Chesborough wrote to justify the fake elector scheme that were sent to Bernie Carrick um, and shared with Rudy Giuliani as well, so he's a conduit there. Bernie Carrick is also alleged in the indictment to be involved with meetings involving Jenna Ellis, who's now well, she's indicted, but she's flipped on Trump in that she's willing to say that she was following a cult leader. I think if anybody's going to flip on Donald Trump next, it could well be Jenna Ellis. And so is Carrick, Giuliani, and Ellis pressuring the Arizona legislature. Remember. Even in the Georgia criminal conspiracy case led by Foddy Willis, she's mentioning and indicting based on activities in other battleground states like Arizona. So in Arizona, Carrick helped lead charges um, and pressure campaign on fake allegations calling for a special session. And he did the same thing in Pennsylvania. And that's, that's what brings us to the... Four Seasons total landscaping, and when we heard at the time that there was going to be a press conference with Rudy Giuliani at the Four Seasons, you know, we thought at least the hotel, maybe the restaurant in New York, but the landscaping and gravel company in Pennsylvania in a parking lot, not so much. Here's how the Gen 6 committee um, referred to the meeting involving Bernie Carrick. Um, Pennsylvania was an early but not unique example of how President Trump's state pressure campaign affected the lives of the public servants running this country's elections. On November 7th, 2020, Rudy Giuliani headlined a Philadelphia press conference in front of a landscaping business called Four Seasons Total Landscaping, and these words are coming from the report, near a crematorium and down the street from a sex shop. Standing in front of former New York police commissioner and recently pardoned by Trump, convicted felon Bernard Carrick, Giuliani gave opening remarks and handed the podium over to his first supposed eyewitness to election fraud, who turned out to be a convicted sex offender. Giuliani claimed, quote, at least 600,000 ballots are in question in Pennsylvania and falsely suggested that large numbers of ballots in the state have been cast for dead people, including boxer Joe Frazier and actor Will Smith's father. Within days, Republican Philadelphia City Commissioner Al Schmidt and others publicly debunked Giuliani's specific allegations of election fraud, including the claims of... Uh, about dead people voting. Uh, In reaction, President Trump tweeted on the morning of November 11th that a guy named Al Schmidt, a Philadelphia commissioner and so-called Republican, rhino, right, Republican and name only, is being used big time by the fake news media to explain how honest things were with respect to the election in Philadelphia. He refuses to look at a mountain of corruption and dishonesty. We win. All right, that Bernie Carrick. And he was just, as I said, he was like the bag man running around for Rudy Giuliani, peering at press conferences, arranging meetings, helping to pressure state officials, election and elected officials in at least Arizona, Georgia, and Pennsylvania. And now Phony Willis wants him to testify again against Ken Chesborough at the trial that starts on the 23rd of October against the two that elected to go speedy trial. Chesborough and Sidney Powell, both disgraced lawyers um, for Donald Trump. Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? If you wake up too hot or too cold, I highly recommend you check out Miracle Maid's bedsheets. Inspired by NASA, Miracle Maid uses silver infused fabrics and makes temperature regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. Using silver-infused fabrics originally inspired by NASA, Miracle-Made sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long, so you get better sleep every night. These sheets are infused with silver that prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresher Three times longer than other sheets. No more gross odors. Miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands and feel as nice, if not nicer, than bed sheets used by some five-star hotels. Stop sleeping on bacteria. Bacteria can clog your pores causing breakouts and acne sleep clean with Miracle go to TryMiracle.com legalaf Legal AF to try Miracle made sheets today and whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one if you order today you can save over 40% and if you use our promo Legal AF at checkout you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20% Miracle is so confident in their product it's back with a 30 day money back guarantee and if you're not 100% satisfied you'll get a full refund upgrade your sleep with miracle made go to try legalaf legal af and use the code legal af to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40 percent again that's try legalaf legal af to treat yourself thank you miracle made for sponsoring this episode now the lawyer for um um carrick has a say in all this in representing his client and i don't i'm not sure i totally disagree The fact that Carrick is at least least listed as individual number five and has also been listed in the indictment for Jack Smith's team on the federal side puts him in harm's way um, and potential criminal jeopardy to testify without immunity. That's why Jack Smith's team, for instance, had him come in and and give uh, evidence, testimony, documents, through his lawyer, Tim Parlatore, but under a grant of limited immunity. We call it use immunity, or queen for a day. It means you, you have to be truthful. Whatever you say, however, to the investigators in a sworn statement under oath, that particular information about what you're saying, as long as it's truthful, can't be used against you. If they develop the evidence in another way, from other witnesses, it can, but you can speak freely, knowing that what you're saying won't be used against you. It's called use immunity or limited immunity. And Carrick got it from Jack Smith. So the open question is, when is Nathan Wade going to give immunity to Carrick, who's indicated a willingness to testify, but he's got to be given immunity? And again, being fair, I'm not sure I would do anything different. Now, parler wrote a sort of a grandstanding letter to Nathan Wade that's been leaked in which he you know basically says you know you're violating basic understanding of fifth amendment privilege it would be it would be malpractice on my point to let my client testify if you don't think there's anything to indict then say so because there's two ways to handle this they either publicly declare the Fulton County DA's office that Bernie Carrick is no longer a person of interest isn't a this is not a Georgia term it's a federal term but I'll use it here he's not a target of criminal investigation. And they don't have to absolve him. They just have to say they have no intention of going after him. Now, according to Tim Parlatori in his letter, um, Nathan Wade and his team for Fawny Willis did tell them, did tell Parlatore, that if they wanted to indict Carrick, they would have already. But that's not quite the same thing as we won't indict, for Georgia anyway. And so I think this is how it's going to play out. I think they're going to have to offer him immunity. If they're not going to indict him, and they need him for testimony, which they've indicated by subpoenaing him for trial that they do, then they need to, you know, do a horse trade uh, because he's not going to testify without it. He'll take the Fifth Amendment. If they're going to indict him or they're thinking about it, then don't give him immunity, then indict him. But at this point, it seems that since he's being called up so quickly in the trial, I'm not saying he's going the first day in the prosecution's case, but, you know, they've subpoenaed him. They're going to have to cut a deal with Bernie Carrick that's going to be um, similar, if not even broader, than the deal he cut with the um, feds. And so uh, this is, again, we're watching Fonnie Willis and her team in action building their case in the public view. Last week, I reported on a hot take on Legal AF that Scott Hall, who's got a link back to Donald Trump, but really was involved with three or four others in the Coffee County cybersecurity tampering element of the uh, pressure campaign, the election interference in Georgia, having downloaded voter data from Dominion voting machines in a small rural county in the northern regions of uh, hinterlands of Georgia, and then shared it with others, including Sidney Powell, ultimately to Rudy Giuliani, and others, um, Scott Hall flipped. I mean, he had to. There was a he, you know, he's stupid enough in March after the November break-in to the Coffee County election office to leave, a, to allow himself to be recorded on a conversation he had with somebody he thought was a friend, or at least somebody who was interested in, in their, their view of election fraud. And she just recorded him. And he basically conceded in the, <laughs> he confessed in the audio that he had broke, that he had downloaded all this voter data illegally. So they already had that. Plus they had the video of him being invited in by the election officials and moving around during election day, downloading data. So this guy's now cooperating with Fannie Willis, given full immunity, already pled guilty, already pled guilty in return for, um, uh, in return for, uh, I guess, leniency in the sentencing element of it. But he didn't even, it's not even a deal to avoid prosecution. He took, he pled guilty already last week. And this is how you're seeing a certain combination of things that prosecutors will do. Some will have to plead guilty uh, in order to get a deal. That's playing real hardball. That's where you really have the evidence in your favor as a prosecutor and you have the leverage to obtain that. And then you promise them, the only thing you dangle in front of them is sentencing a leniency or recommendation in front of a Georgia judge. Others, they'll say, well, we'll give you a pass. We'll give you immunity and you can testify. Birdie Carrick may fall into that bucket, uh, you know, and then others um, who haven't been indicted, haven't been recommended, you know, they'll they'll work out whatever deal is necessary to get them up on the stand. The co-conspirators aren't going to testify against each other; they're going to take the Fifth Amendment um, and not testify. There's no way Cindy Powell's getting up on that stand, and I doubt Ken Chesbrough will. Uh, so they're going to have the prosecutions be a burden is to prove the case beyond a reasonable doubt, which is why they need witnesses like Bernie Carrick. So Bernie Carrick, likely represented by a lawyer bought and paid for by the Trump PAC or Trump himself, Tim Parlatore has started a process of negotiation. That's what we're watching, the dance, uh, to get his client to testify in return for immunity. Um, I'm sure there will be a deal announced. I'm sure Bernie Carrick will be testifying. Uh, they won't like it to be called a flip, especially Bernie Kerrick obviously has fond feelings for Trump. He gave him clemency and pardoned him uh, for, for prior frauds and that kind of thing, and close, seems, seems to be close to Rudy Giuliani. Carrick could also be used against Rudy Giuliani in the subsequent cases. Just because he's being used only here doesn't mean he's, he's, they're done with him. And if they give him the deal, they're going to extract everything they need from him in terms of a commitment to testify truthfully and they're going to debrief him and interview him about Rudy Giuliani and the other co-conspirators. They just need him now. Now, if they don't need him for this, then you know they'll kind of keep keep him hanging out there. But he sounds like he's a pivotal and critical person, fly on the wall, if you will, lots of emails involving him that can bring down Rudy Giuliani and it certainly Ken Chesborough. So I assume there's going to be a deal. We'll watch for it. We catch news like this, examine it, explode it, and put it back together again in hot takes just like this one. I do it exclusively one place, the Midas Touch Network. Help them get to 2 million free subscribers. The bigger that network gets, Midas Touch, the more your voice is heard. If you like what I'm doing on hot takes like this one, you can give me a thumbs up. It helps with my ratings and my algorithms. Wednesdays and Saturdays, catch my leading Podcast devoted to law and politics and justice. We call it Legal AF. It's what you think Wednesdays and Saturdays only on the Midas Touch YouTube channel, and then you can get the audio on podcast wherever you get audio podcasts from. Until my next hot take, until my next episode of Legal AF. This is Michael Popok reporting. Hey, Midas, mighty love this report. Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram at Midas Touch. Keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now.